Hey guys. hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. Today we're going to be talking about fears. Yes, <laughs> madam, you heard that, right? <laughs> fears, oh my god, everybody has them, people are scared to admit them, but guess what? They need to be normalized, we need to talk about these things, because we all have things that scare us, so let's get it out there. But why am I, like, kind of getting scared of fears, like, right now? Like, <laughs> as we're talking about it, I'm, like, getting scared of fears and, like... Scared of fears. <laughs> what is that? Okay, whatever. Moving on. Yeah. I feel like fears are, like... You can be scared of anything. Think about it. You can be scared of anything in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that terrifying in <laughs> itself? Um, okay. No, because it's, like, life is so big and it's so long and there's so many elements to it. So you can be scared by pretty much anything. And it just I can be scared of like notebooks. I can yeah. be scared of notebooks or something. I don't know. That's like I know people are scared yikes. by like pictures where there's like little tiny holes. Like those make oh. me uncomfortable and stuff. Like yeah, like you can be like scared by things you aren't even aware of. Like it's just like it doesn't yeah. strike you until you know. But like what are fears? Like what are they? Like well, we like literally <laughs> speaking, they're like things that like cause harm or like they don't even cause harm like you're Mm -hmm. just thinking that they cause harm Mm -hmm. like mentally you think they're gonna cause harm to you physically or emotionally yeah like wow anything they're not even there and it's just like a figment of your imagination exactly like it's not something i would say a lot of fears stem from personal experiences obviously and we're not saying that you know fears aren't real things like yeah they are real things but what we are saying is that most of the time it's just like we're scared of things without even trying them you know like a lot of people are scared of like bungee jumping and they've never gone bungee jumping before so it's, i like, refuse to ever go bungee jumping no same <laughs> That's literally, i could never but um no because like most fears are based off of things that you would never envision yourself doing right so you can never determine whether or not you'd actually be scared of those things because overcoming those fears takes a lot of bravery and courage which is a whole different situation so (laughs) yeah but like just like the range of fears that there are is like so overwhelming too like just like to emotional to physical like you could Mm -hmm. be emotionally scared of something and also physically scared of something and then also like they're just like so many (laughs) different types of fears like I said before like yeah small fears like scissors or something or knives Mm -hmm. but then you could also be scared of like rejection abandonment all those types of things so how like and the feelings that you get (laughs) from fear too like yeah not even like the fear itself but like the feelings that you get from it like you can feel a little bit scared like oh, I was just kind of scared of knives or something but then you could also be like absolutely terrified of like death or something yeah and it's just like such a, a spectrum yes yeah, that's that's it's like a spectrum of things like there's not one thing that you can be scared of at the same level like um with a different person like you can't mm-hmm. ever be like scared of like same thing like you guys can be both scared of abandonment but like you guys can feel that fear in like different ways absolutely yeah like there's not yeah there's not one concrete (laughs) way to define fear for everybody because even if like let's say both annie and i are scared of carpet like i'm gonna have different feelings about carpet than annie right so it's just about like mitigating those things and obviously you can feel afraid about different things Um, the degree to which you experience fear can be different as Annie mentioned you know you can have larger more abstract ideas and then like concrete activities like you know jumping out of a plane or um... oh my gosh (laughs) or you know what though I feel like I want to jump out of a plane like one time in my life Annie (laughs) actually no I take that back um what do you hear Annie's no when you hear Annie's list of fears you'll be flabbergasted by the fact she just said that she wants to jump out of a plane but I'll let herself contradict herself in a little bit okay no but um another aspect to fears is the fact that they can also be genetic so we can inherit fears from you know our parents and things like that and our parents pass down fears like my dad Actually, this is a counterexample of my dad. He's deathly afraid of roller coasters and heights. So is my mom. 
but I'm not. <laughs> what even is this example? What is this example? <laughs> it was a counter example. But... <laughs> this is not even. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. but how, do you have an example of hereditary like fears? I mean, like people can have like anxiety issues, and that yeah. can like get passed down genetically. So more psychological could... things. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and isn't that so? I feel like that's so mind-boggling <laughs> because because something is like primal is that the word yeah. something as primal as fear can be passed down mm-hmm. like genetically mm-hmm. that's very scary to me as well <laughs> why am yeah. I getting scared by talking about fears no and it, um, <laughs> it prompts a lot of people to actually resolve fears of their own so that they don't pass it down onto their children because I'm taking AP psych and in the class we learned that if you resolve some of your like fears, like anxiety, like maybe even depression at an early age, there's like a substantial likelihood that that won't pass down to your children, even if it was genetically, you know, embedded in you to have. Yeah. Whoa. So you guy three, <laughs> your psychology class is paying off. No. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, Get it, girl. Snaps. No, but. Um, <laughs> If you guys, you know, make a conscious effort to resolve those things, even from an early age, I mean, it's never too late to start. But the earlier you do it, the more of a likelihood you have of not, you know, passing that down to your children if you want to have them. So keep that in mind. Resolving your fears and confronting them is very, very important and useful. But um, they connect to anxiety and a bunch of different factors in different ways. Yeah, so it's just like, even though we're talking about fear specifically in this episode, mm-hmm. it can connect to so many different things as well. But, like, right now, we're just going to talk about, like, this very tiny section mm-hmm. in this, like, huge realm. Big yeah. Realm. Yes, that's the <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But just, like, you know, making it a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our fears. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes. Okay. Um. So, Annie, go ahead. What are your fears? What are you scared about? I feel like... <laughs> When we were brainstorming, I could not think of anything. Uh-huh. Like, I genuinely was like, I am the bravest person on this earth. I am not afraid of anything. But then, like, like little things. Like, I'm not afraid of, like, physical things. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am. But, like, I'm scared of maybe, like, roller coasters and stuff. Like, you guys all know that by now. Probably. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I'm definitely afraid of roller coasters. Like, my dad one time so scared. tricked me going on a roller coaster. And I'm so traumatized from that experience. <laughs> and it was not even, like, it was an indoor roller coaster. It, it cannot be that scary. I never thought okay? you made those. <laughs> an indoor roller coaster. And she was... Dude, it was so scary. Oh, my I, God. They took pictures, and my head was completely under my dad's arm. Like, it was completely how, under. I was so scared. How old were you? Please don't say, like, last week. <laughs> I was in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, we all have our... Oh, wait, no, I think it was in ninth grade. Ninth grade November. <laughs> Universal Studios. I'm oh, wow. <laughs> no, but... No, dude. Annie and I have talked, and we have made it my particular goal to get her on a roller coaster with me. This is your goal. I will not <laughs> No, be... she will be doing this. I will not. No, no, okay. no. No, no, no. It is my goal to make her go on a roller coaster with me, a really deadly one by the end of high school. All right, all yeah. right. Let's just make it very clear that this is her goal. <laughs> it is, and... and I do achieve my goals, so it's going to happen. All right, okay. You know what? Let's move on. <laughs> but just, like, going hand in hand with, with roller, roaster. roller coaster. Yes. I'm also afraid of heights. <laughs> I know. Literally, who... Oh she God, just I said, so okay, wimpy. for reference, she just said she wanted to jump out of a plane two seconds ago. Um, so, <laughs> let's just... No, but just, like, doesn't that sound so exhilarating? What? Like, jumping, jumping out of a plane. Out of a, it sounds cathartic, but it doesn't sound like... Yeah, cannot. but you know what? That's just not realistic for me. I'd probably, like, have seizures up there oh, or something. No. Like, I could not mentally and physically handle that. Like, I genuinely <laughs> think I would bust an artery or something. Like, I genuinely could not handle that. <laughs> 
no but i feel like it would be a good idea like in theory but like the actual kinematics of it like imagine yourself Ah, in an airplane ready to just plummet thirty thousand feet to your doom and then the parachute is faulty and you just start oh my goodness (laughs) start dropping and dropping and then you're making eye contact with the ocean the deadly ocean and you just sink into the mariana trench that i would actually that no like that's not okay (laughs) yeah and like just tying that in like i have another fear of like death too so that's not okay okay anyways we'll talk about that later and then the weirdest one i guess like the (laughs) i'm so like quirky quirky. but um i'm afraid of beards okay are you actually like my my computer science are you actually afraid of beards? no i'm actually there's a reason my dad doesn't have one (laughs) Okay, so my computer science teacher in middle school had such a large beard, oh my God. and he shaved it off. Thank goodness. But I'm like, I got actually like really scared. You, like, okay. not gonna what lie, you scared. Well, you can't be like scared. they just like I just cannot look at it. Okay, I so cannot it was look at it. I just like imagining it. No, literally imagine, imagine yeah. it rustling around. Okay. Imagine it like wa- him walking. Yeah. Imagine him running, and it's just like the sweat is in there. <laughs> How does he even wash it? Does he put shampoo on his? Like I'm literally I'm Indian. All the priests at the temple have like nice long beards. Oh no! (laughs) Yeah, but no. The thing is, like, I are you scared of beards or do they make you like uncomfortable? Like what? I guess they make me like uncomfortable, but to another. Oh, it's like an insane level of uncomfortability. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Eye contact at all. Yeah, I can't. I genuinely can't. Or else, like, I shiver. shiver. I literally shiver. Dude. Then were you freaked out by Santa Claus, like, all the time? Like, did you just not like Santa Claus? Oh, Santa Claus is a different story. Because I know it was, like, a fake beard. <laughs> and it's not really, like, hair follicles on his chin. You know what I'm saying? I'm so crying. that was fine. I'm wheezy. Okay, I don't want to dis... If any of you guys have some beard problems out there, I don't want to <laughs> insult or attack. But... I need to understand your perspective because I don't get it. I don't because I'm not attracted to beards, but I don't like <laughs> hate them. Like I think. Okay, let's just like give you a visual. Yeah, yeah. So let's do like visual imagery okay, right yeah. now. <laughs> so there's like hair follicles yeah. on the chin <laughs> and underneath mm-hmm. the nose, and now we're just imagining those hair pieces getting pushed out on your chin <laughs> and underneath mm-hmm. your nose when you blow your nose. <laughs> The gunk is That's on there, really- but then you try to wipe it off, and it just gets like kind of mushed <laughs> in. It's like kind of like a sponge type of texture, and then you don't really wash it throughout the whole okay. day. Wait, then- so you're frightened by the contents of the beard? <laughs> like what could? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so like, what could be in there? Snot, like boogers, like. And then also just like the sounds. Oh, beard. And also how it looks. Okay. Like how what it sounds? looks. Just okay. look how Last it looks. time I checked, like pieces of hair follicles did not make sounds. So no, they rustle. <laughs> they rustle. Okay, you're comparing this beard to like a tree on the side of the road. Okay. <laughs> like you're like the leaves are rustling, the follicles are shaking. No, they're not. You can't hear a thing. They're literally. Oh, if the person was mic'd no, up. No, I can imagine the sound. <laughs> that's your imagination, okay? That's your problem. That's not the beard's fault. But that's my fear. <laughs> okay, you know what? I feel we've attacked her for like three minutes straight. I think it's time to get onto my fears, which I've got to say are very, very deadly. Thank you very much. Um, oh first my God. fear, bugs. Are you kidding me? Who designed bugs? Who let them? Who allowed them? Who gave them permission? <laughs> That's valid. Yeah, who gave them permission? I have been... This is a deeply rooted fear stemming from India. I have been to India oh. and one time... I'm not kidding you. Okay, we don't live in a ghetto place in India, but there was this lizard up on the ceiling, which is very common in a lot of Asian countries. But it just fell from the ceiling on my face in the middle of the night when I was like six oh years my old God. and I literally didn't realize for like three minutes that I was just sleeping and then my dad was like what is that and then I was like huh? and then I proceeded to scream squeal literally pass out for the next like 45 minutes and my mom was like oh my god you're being so dramatic but there was an actual lizard on my nose like literally its tail was like 
Okay, wait a second. I have a clarification. Yes, to go make. ahead. <laughs> Is lizard parallel to Biden? Oh, okay. Anything small and weird, I just say cockroaches. Okay, cockroaches in like the sink or in the drain in India. Oh my gosh. Deadly. Yeah. They're literally deadly. They're the size of like a hand. Like your hand. They're the size of my pinky. Yeah, like, like a finger, like a thumb, like a huge thumb. Just sitting there waiting for you to come with its little anti. I literally can't. Beetles. Oh. Beetles are nasty. Beetles. Dude, we should put like grasshoppers warning signs or <laughs> something. Know. Because like one of these people are like really scared of bugs, and then we're just describing them oh, in yeah. great detail, and they're just like vomiting right should, now. We should have prefaced this episode by saying, "Hey, warning, warning!" <laughs> like there's extensive <laughs> visual imagery in this graphic content, <laughs> but. No, dude, oh literally goodness. grasshoppers, they're so sketchy and they're so gross up cro- like up close, so sketchy. Like I swear to god, spiders, they suck too. Yeah. So I basically You know what? I understand right? that though. Like I just hate those little creatures because they're just out of my control. And they're always invading your space. Like I don't care if they're outside. I never get scared by bugs outside. But if you're in the house, I'm literally going to flee and migrate. Thank you very much. But that is not okay. By any means. But you know spiders? spiders so- like, I'm not... I kind of like spiders. Dude, not Annie, gonna lie, for the record, I like Annie spiders. wanted a pet snake once upon a time, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I did. I want a... Wait, what is it called? I want a, mil- I want a milk what snake. What is that? Or a hog snake. Is it a small snake? snake or is it a big snake? Yeah, it's like kind of small. Is it, like, thin? It's like or four. is it thick? Oh. Yeah, thin. That's the, thin. That's the scariest like, part about snakes. If they're thin, they're really, really, like, scary. They remind me of worms. And I hate worms. <laughs> oh, they're kind of <laughs> cute. Search up hog snake, guys. Search up hog snake. <laughs> Enunciating so is not going to take the fear away. hog <laughs> snake. <laughs> no, but literally, I think, like, I'm not that scared about snakes. Because, like, snakes are fine. But, like, spiders and, like, little creatures... Like, don't even try to. I have a Go confession. Ahead. Go ahead. I wanted a pet tarantula. Oh. I just laughed. I'm not even joking. I genuinely <laughs> did. No, dude, are you literally joking? Me? How? I'm not. I literally had like a face okay, in wait, seventh what? grade, and I did what all the research. Is like the need to have a tarantula. Like, what sparks that desire to have a tarantula? Dude, I genuinely <laughs> don't know. I think you were just like, know. I want a tarantula. Yeah, like, I don't I just know. Want one. Yeah, that was after my snake phase because my parents said I couldn't have a snake because they were like they evil. Are. And so then I was like, okay, so I'll get a spider. I don't know why that was my fallback. Like, why was that my backup plan? Why did I think that was a good backup plan? My dad said I asked him for a dog for my birthday. And instead of getting me a dog, he had a proposal, which was he would get me one singular ant. <laughs> one singular Uh, ant and then i was like can i at least get an ant colony and he was like oh no 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 oh my gosh wait i kind of want all my fears (laughs) yeah why am i literally everyone's gonna attack me she's like oh my god d i really wanted one of those like a grasshopper is like jeez no i hate grasshoppers No, literally, how do they even contribute to, like, (laughs) Like, the world? Like, literally, they they can can be be canceled and no one would care. No one. Yeah, literally. I mean, now I can thrive and be by myself. Like, I don't understand. So sketchy. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wasps. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wasps. Wasps. They need to be canceled, dude. I'm sorry, but that's not okay. But anyways, moving onwards from my first fear of bugs, I have more. Um, get, I'll do it in like successive order of how scared I am of them. Getting shots. Dude. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get canceled again. <laughs> Literally all my fears are her biggest desires. Like she's sign her up any day. <laughs> no, I literally love getting Dude. shots. Like they feel okay, good. Sometimes they do feel good, but I... <laughs> right? I Especially Dude, flu shots. I, Bruh, those hit our different. temple was giving away free flu shots one year, like two years ago. But administered by a doctor. And then like, yeah, we okay, went there. Good. And um, I was, I think, 15 years old. And I proceeded to cry for 32 minutes. And uh, <laughs> no, I literally was like, 
I'm not gonna do it. This is so scary. And all these like six year olds were like, "Oh, thank you," and they just left with their like stickers. <laughs> and no, I've always been scared of shots. I'm not scared of getting my blood drawn though, but I am scared of shots. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? I'm I'm kind of scared of getting because like it hurts too much. That yeah, one. Hurts I think too shots much. hurt. Like more. I like watching the really? blood come out. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought that. No, because getting your blood drawn, like it's like it's a prick, but it's not like pain. It just kind of feels numb to me. Like it's just like oh, like it feels really? like a prick, and then it's just numb. Like it's just they can never feel my blood vessels. Oh, they can never really? find them. Like one time they they tried like three times. Like they oh. stabbed my arm three separate times, and they even have oh to switch God. arms. I think it's because I have really bad circulation. Oh, we don't talk about that. Your circulation is splendid, honey. <laughs> <laughs> No, for thank me, you, thank you. like, you have such big, juicy veins. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Your choice, honey. <laughs> That's amazing. No, but... Big, yeah, big, beefy, juicy, thick veins. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, getting shots suck. And, um, okay, the darkness. Let me just tell you. I am very scared of the darkness. I It's literally, like, one of my biggest fears. Also, I'm a fan of horror movies, but I hate all the dark scenes. Like, I don't get scared by jump scenes. I don't, like, jump scares, things like that. But the darkness, absolutely terrifying. Like, just imagine being in a room dark with nothing in it. And, like, you hear, like, a... That's so scary. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't find that scary I find at it all. Really scary. And then the last one is um, Annie knows that this is my greatest, biggest little fear. Um, the ocean? Are you joking me? Who invented that? Literally, the creatures in that? Did you know, statistically, according to the World Health Organization, we have only explored 5% of the ocean. 5%. 95% of the oceans have not been explored. Wait, oh my and gosh. Guys, I just realized. I'm scared of, like, the sky, like, high stuff, and you're scared yeah! of, like, the ocean. We're, like, polar opposites. <laughs> no, but, really like, amazing. dude, the creatures down there, the sharks, the weird squids that glow, like, all these, like, weird smiling creatures, like, the waves, tsunamis, storms, drowning is one of my biggest, biggest fears. Like, that's that's it. Like, if Aww. I ever, like, that's why I just never get into the water, so I just don't have to. Would you rather be like slowly sliced? I would rather to be slowly skinned and burned alive than drowned. Thank you very much. Yeah, drowning. Really? Drowning is my last. Oh wow. Thing. What if? What if like? What if they like? Like poke they needles. Can, okay, literally until they you can die. Shoot me in the head, and the bullet cannot kill me for like seventeen hours, and I could be suffering. <laughs> no, wait, dude, this is so <laughs> no, graphic. They can literally do all of that. But I will not drown. Dude, I will not drown. Oh my god. Okay. If I drown, hello future guiding. If you drown, I'm canceling you. Thank you. This is not okay. This is, <laughs> oh my god, then my body's gonna float down to the ocean floor and I get to be with all the different like <laughs> Don't dead bodies float, do they? I don't know. Do they I not? Think, I think they float Never mind. a little bit, but then they eventually sink. Cause... Yeah, because they're like <laughs> I'm moving on. Let's talk about yes. our big fears. Like, not yeah. like physical, but just yeah, like yeah. kind of ideas. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, for mm. me personally, I'm afraid of like unhappiness. Yes, that's so cliche. <laughs> Everyone's afraid of unhappiness. No, but tell <laughs> us, so, no, like, tell us why you're afraid of it. Tell us why that actually gives you fear of like why. No, can you just imagine yourself? Like, if you're unhappy, you can't really escape <laughs> that. Like, well, obviously, like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I want to be happy all the time, 24-7. I cannot be <laughs> sad anytime. I really yeah, have to yeah, cry. Yeah. I don't, you know, but like, I don't want to no, be No, it's like, depressed. I feel like what you're talking about is like, imagine yourself like 47, you're in a loveless marriage. Like, you have like, ki- like, you don't have kids. Like, you're literally just like not you know doing well okay well like some people like no yeah really happy yeah, if they yeah. don't have kids but like to me personally yeah, yeah, that's i really I was want saying, kids, but so. like if you you aren't doing well in your career or something like that like obviously there's different elements that go into yeah. that but if you're not like satisfied with where you are there's really no escape like you just can't like once you're an adult you can't yeah, just exactly. throw it all away and like 
go and do whatever you want as a kid you have that independence but as an adult once you like settle down you mm-hmm. settle down so you better make the decisions correctly exactly like it's not yeah and that like ties into my next year which mm-hmm. is failure as well you know like just like I want to succeed, but I genuinely don't even know what succeed mm-hmm. is personally. So I don't know how I can be scared of failure when I don't even maybe know that's, what maybe success that's is. Just, like defining what that success is, because it's like what standards are high enough for you to meet. And like obviously, like I think one of my fears in the past that kind of relates with this is just like fear of like not ever doing enough, because you know you feel like you've done enough, and then people do more, and then you're like, should I be doing more? And they're like, should I be succeeding more? Am I considered a failure if I don't meet the same standard that she did? Like, all of that stuff. So it's, like, setting those standards and then, like, even defining them for yourself. Because we're still, like, we're 16. We still don't know exactly precisely what we want to do with our lives. Yeah, we're not even, like, one-fourth that way into sad. our lives. <laughs> That'd be I mean, I hope. We just died at 64. <laughs> it's not okay. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, no. Um, no, but like success itself is such a hard thing to define and the only like big fear that I have is failure as well and for me like how I define like failure is like I am a person who has severely high expectations for myself and those yeah yeah guys he has insane like it doesn't seem like it like to most people who meet me like I think they think that I work hard but the thing is like I have a lot of like passions that I don't just like put on display so it's more so like I'm very like goal oriented and I don't require any like external incentive to get or to work towards the things that I want. It's all self-driven. So I'm fortunate enough to have that value instilled in me by just like friends and family. But failure, like in terms of like not meeting that ideal standard is really, really troublesome. Like it's something that, yeah. <laughs> troublesome. No, it's just, it's just something troublesome. That scares, like like it scares me completely like it's almost paralyzing it's just like if I don't accomplish what I set out to do what does that make me like that rids me of my purpose in a way and then my life becomes meaningless which is a horrible horrible thing for me so like in terms of those expectations they're very rigid for myself and they are rigid for a lot of other people but failure definitely a pretty big fear I mean, for me, I'm, like, not really mm-hmm. like Gayatri, where, like, I have a specific goal. Like, for Gayatri, she has, like, a specific job and, like, specific lifestyle mm-hmm. that she wants to achieve. But for me, like, I just want to be happy, which is mm-hmm. why, like, unhappiness is just, like, a big fear. Because if I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm not happy, then I failed, which is, like, oh, my <laughs> goodness, that is terrifying to think about. Like, I literally need to be happy. Like, future you Annie, will be happy. you're happy Stop right it. now, literally. You will be happy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but just, like, something as yeah, simple no, as happiness. and for me, the problem is, I think you I'm know? still very immature because I think I'm going to get happiness from achieving everything that I want to, but happiness only comes from within. So I really hope I can sustain the happiness that I have and just cultivate it and not constantly seek validation from getting this job or doing this assignment or making this friend or this relationship or whatever. So make sure that you know, you don't seek those things externally. That's something that I think comes with age is you realize that anything that you do, do it because, you know, you want to do it. Don't do it just because, you know, you feel the pressure to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mm. so true. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but moving on from just like Mm -hmm. that entire topic, I'm also afraid of (laughs) What a segue, dude. What a segue. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) This was an amazing segue. Um, but, yeah, yeah just, yeah. like, what the heck? Obviously, like, I'm Christian, so I believe that there's an afterlife, but also I'm scared that, just, like, I, I don't know, that. I'm just scared. Wait, have you, I know some people you who know. are scared of death have, like, an inkling as to, like, how they're going to die. Do you have an inkling? <laughs> no, do you see, no, I'm not even joking, when you, <laughs> when you just asked me that question, you were like, how do you, will you die with my heart, my heart? I'm not so even sorry. joking. Like my heart oh right my now God. is pounding so hard. No. I don't know why I'm so scared. No, I don't no. know why. Like just losing consciousness and just losing consciousness forever. The thing How- is, I oh think one God. thing that's helped me because, uh, like, I 
when I was younger, used to be scared of death as a whole, not personally towards me, but to my loved ones and like losing people in different ways. I think one thing that's helped me is the fact that death is an inevitable part of life. And it's on everyone's journey to spirituality. And if you want to connect it with religion, like it has a huge significance, birth and, you know, death. So, um, it's really important, you know, just to realize that it is an inevitable part. It's part of the cycle of life. And it's not supposed to be bad. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be bad. It doesn't have to be bad. Unfortunately, in certain circumstances, it's sudden and it's unexpected. But regardless, what has to happen needs to happen. And I feel like God is in control of all of that, right? So we can only accept and revere what he gives us. So we need to just be able to pick up and you know move on and obviously like just do the best out of the life that you have on this earth and live every day in the present and that might help with you know fears of death because are you afraid of death because um like you are you don't want to be taken away from the earth and your loved ones or is it more so like oh i'm just going to lose who i am like i'm just not going to be here anymore like that type of fear yeah it's just like no i don't even like I accept the fact that other people are going mm-hmm. to like pass away you know like I'm not scared of that because I know I can accept that but just like me just completely just going away like I'm not mm-hmm. even existing anymore but then like my body is still here but I'm just like not conscious like that idea to me is like like when you were talking I was like I was no. I felt paralyzed because it's yeah. like you can't you escape can't. it when it is your time you it can't. is your time like it's the and the but also being like, um, what's the word? Oh. Like living forever. What's oh, that no. word? I, forgot, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. Dang mm-hmm. it! But you guys know what. Oh, I'm immor- but immortal. Just like that's oh, yeah. also scary. Immortal, yeah. Being immortal yeah. is also scary yeah. to me. I a lot of people who but are- also like. I don't know. No, but I a don't lot of people who are well, scared of death you know? are also scared of being immortal, which makes a lot of sense. Because I feel like a lot of people who are scared of death are people who like to be in control. And when you're immortal, there's just absolute, like, you know, there's endless possibilities. So there's not, you know, too much control that you have there. And in death, there's no circumstance in which you're going to have, you, no one has control over how they're going to die. That's like a unifying thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know what? Because my other change, my yeah. other fears change. And I feel like maybe death is just such a big change yeah. that I can't accept that. Yeah. Because, like, I'm mm-hmm. very scared of change. Like, mm-hmm. moving houses to me, oh my gosh. Like, people yeah. would be, like, usually excited. Like, oh my gosh, I'm moving. But that's so scary to me. There's too many things yeah. that I have to get I used get to that. again. Yeah. That's just, just like, not, work. you know. So yeah, definitely. maybe that's just like, connected can overlap in a lot of ways. And I definitely see like death, even in like a lot of different cultures in our culture, like death is not something that is associated with negativity. It's more so a new beginning. So it's like, it doesn't have to be as negative as people are making it, but it's a new start. It's a fresh start. When something ends, another thing can begin. So it's more so about just continuing your journey into a different chapter, right? So it doesn't necessarily, because I know, like, people, like, the worst thing in the world is, like, mothers whose, like, infants die. Like, it's just, like, people find solace in those circumstances by, you know, just thinking that, oh, their child is onto a better part of, you know, their life, or it's just a new journey for that child or whatever. But maybe, like, looking at death is just a new thing is you know related to that change aspect that you're also scared of because it's you know taking you away like stripping you away from your life that you're living the life that you've grown so accustomed to and removing it completely right which is the most you know form of sudden change Mm -hmm. like that's the epitome of change yeah yeah so those can overlap Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I feel like kind of like bad because you your fear your only big fear is failure and then I have um, unhappiness ma'am? failure death abandonment ma'am. change Can like all of them like literally your little fears were roller coasters heights and beards and mine were <laughs> mine were bugs ocean <laughs> drowning sea creatures darkness getting shot slash injections um, we have balanced we have balanced each okay other you know what but... yeah yes, you know what yeah. we balanced each other yes queen okay. But last yes. one is abandonment. It's just as simple as that. I don't want people to leave. Yeah. I, I don't want to be alone. Like, 
all my life, I mm-hmm. would say I've like been very like supported all my life. I've never actually truly been mm-hmm. alone where I had to support myself. So I feel like the fact that like if I ever really do have to like if I'm all alone, like mm-hmm. I don't have any like support system, I don't know how I, I would handle I that. I totally That's just, get like, that. And one thing that I want to debunk is, um, you know, my like I'm an only child. So people think that only children are like showered with like love and affection by their parents. I do receive a lot of care from my parents, but I think that I'm one of the most like independent, self-reliant people just because I've like my parents have nurtured me with the whole idea of fend for yourself. Like the world is not, you know, working with you. It's working against you, which is a really pessimistic mentality at times. But the thing is like, I don't (laughs) operate under that pessimism, but One thing I don't think why I share the same fear is because I am under the like perception that we enter this world alone and we leave alone. So we need to be able to fend for ourselves and, you know, growing dependent and, you know, having codependency on other people is just going to work against you. It might be, you know, a temporary fix, but inevitably you are your own person. So you've got to be, you know, in charge of who you are, right? So in any circumstance, losing loved ones is a horrible, horrible thing. But, and it's going to be, you know, moments of deep grief and despair, but you've got to realize that you are your own person and all you need is you. Like, that's what's going to happen. That'll... (laughs) This is starting to feel like a lecture towards me. Don't be scared of this and I'll tell you why. But there's no reason, I think, for you to be scared of abandonment because I think that you know you said you have a really strong support system which I'm glad you feel you know from your friends and your family but regardless of that without the support system you're still Annie like you're not that heavily dependent on the people around you to the point where if they were to pass away like you would still be you and it would take time obviously but you're a regular human being you're gonna cope with it how you will but I have full faith in you that you'll be able to move on and continue living your life I feel like maybe like you're just like a Mm -hmm. more dependent independent person like you see yourself as like your own person and like Mm -hmm. it's fine if you're like alone you know but like I'm just more of like a yeah you're yeah work together I (laughs) I mean I'm fine just like different ways that um people were brought up like Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's like a good point too like different way like different morals or like different Mm -hmm. um ways people yeah values that's the word that people were brought up with and like develop different fears like positive or negative like something that can be seen as positive like I have always been like had like Mm -hmm. a very good support system but then like it could also be like flipped Mm -hmm. where I'm like scared of abandonment because I've never like Mm -hmm. truly experienced that at all for you sure. know, so yeah. that can be like flipped, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like failure. My parents have had maybe always, like, like very high expectations like you... for me. So it's like I obviously a self-inflicted fear, but regardless, like it's how I was nurtured and it's how I was raised. And now I know that maybe I won't hold my children to, you know, that rigid of a standard, but I do thrive on those expectations. I thrive on those goals. So that can have its positives and it can have its negatives in terms of cultivating that fear for um, failure. But in terms of, you know, looking at those environmental factors, we can also see how fears affect our lives and, you know, bigger schemes and ways. So there's, you know, a lot of like moments in our lives that we look back on and we're like, oh my gosh, that's a really funny time. But it told us a lot about ourselves. Yeah, just like in that yeah. time though, we yeah. were terrified. Like in the moment, obviously, it's like horrific. But when you look back on it, it's like it was a growing and learning experience. Uh-huh. Yeah, like there was like one time when okay, uh-huh. it was like my very first time. Okay, I think it was ballet, <laughs> and I was four years yeah. old, three or four years old. I don't remember, but I <laughs> I was like really thriving, and mm-hmm. I was like really good because. No, I wasn't really uh-huh. good, but, like, I was pretty what? good at dancing. But I guess, like, the scale, the the fear of mm-hmm. failure and, like, change, I guess, really got to me. Because this mm-hmm. was my very first performance, like, ever. Like, I have not, I've never done public speaking before. Like, I've never yep. performed in front of an audience before. Like, yep. ever. This was my, like, first ever yes. performance, like, <laughs> public thing in front of people. So I was so scared. Yeah. And I went on yeah. stage and I was like, 
Yes, queen. And then I saw the stage. I saw the audience. And I remember thinking, like, what the heck? This is too too many people. I was like, I thought it would be, like, my (laughs) ballet teacher and then my mom. And that's it. And then there was literally, like, 300 people or something. I don't know. Maybe, like, 300 people. Is that too much? I genuinely don't know. (laughs) Oh, never mind. Then, like, 100 then. I just threw out a number that I thought was, like... Okay, but anyways, and then I proceeded <laughs> to scream my mom's name, saying, where are you, mom? And then I cried. For the, I stood in the same place on stage for the entire performance, and the oh. performance is four minutes long, and I literally just stood on stage You're crying so- and screaming my mom's name. Why did no teacher bring me off stage? Why did they let me stand on the stage for they four minutes and They didn't want to disrupt the other battery, Dad. Literally. <laughs> No, I was disrupting everyone. Like, that entire performance was disrupted by okay. me standing in the okay. middle well, of stage, screaming and crying. And the benefit of the doubt, because... And I remember my mom, like, was like, I'm here, shh, perform. Because, like, she, it was four minutes long. You can't expect my mom to just sit there in the audience and watch her child scream. And then she was just like, what the heck? Why is no one bringing her off stage? Like, I, I can't run on the stage or something. Oh Can you imagine God. the panic? My mom was feeling like, oh, my gosh, my child right now is on stage crying in her little tutu and little bun and just screaming, mom, where are you? Like. Just... I know I I feel so bad. Sorry, mom. No, I probably that's... gave you a heart attack. Oh my god! I but... feel like all parents have to put up with stuff like that. But the thing is, like, it's not you have to give <laughs> the benefit of the doubt because you were super young too, and it was your first ever public performance. Like that's insane. Like thinking about all of those things. Like yes, it seems funny now, but in the moment, like it was understandable. Like why you were scared. Um that reaction was very immaculate of you to do, you know, just proceeding to um, (laughs) cry. But um, honestly, like, you dealt with it in your own way. So that's that. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) um, well, one of my biggest fears is actually public speaking. Um, You know, I was really, really terrified of public speaking before I got into it. And this is like a really like funny story for um just for laughs and giggles, but um I remember my best friend, my <laughs> ride or die, not gonna say her name, but my ride or die in elementary school. Um she had to uh go up on stage and like do this little performance thing with her class and I was in a different class and I was like looking at her in the front row. And um, I guess she just really did not, you know, use the restroom that day. And then she was just trying to hold in her blood, like hold in, you know, that. And then um, she just proceeded to pee on stage in front of everyone. And it trickled down the steps. Oh, my gosh. Like the visual imagery, it no! trickled down the steps, and literally, it touched one of like the parents' shoes. Like I remember it, like in the audience. And oh my gosh, she. No, I totally bet you remember. the girl still remembers. No, <laughs> no, she's literally no, traumatized. We're tight. Like, it's there's fine. no way she and is. Then, um, no, but like it was literally uh-huh. going down, and um, she proceeded to she laughed for like. 30 seconds and then she genuinely started screaming she was like no she just started screaming no like that's all i remember oh i felt so bad so bad but um how i overcame that was i remember um I remember, like, defending her a lot after that because, like, people were like, oh, my gosh, like, she peed on stage, but I didn't really care. And I was like, she's a boss. Like, it's fine. Like, we all have those days. But I also remember... <laughs> we all have those days when we go on stage and pee and then scream. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Nothing can get worse than peeing your pants and having it trickle down the steps in front of a crowd of parents, <laughs> teachers principals and peers okay like it was insane so I was like public speaking it's not even that big of a deal if she did that as a boss I can do whatever as a boss but like it's not that big of a deal like I feel like people think of themselves too seriously and they're like oh my gosh like what are people gonna think of every single word I say but it's like we forget to you know lighten up sometimes and realize that 
everyone's scared of speaking in public no matter how confident you are no matter like a, how professional you are at speaking like we all have that initial fear and that you know initial fright like speaking in front of a crowd of people you don't know so you'll never be able to gauge how they'll react so there's that mm-hmm. <laughs> how about yeah. you any other stories <sighs> yeah I, okay, I have, like, one more mm-hmm. that I that I just remembered. But I was, like, when I was, like, seven years old, mm-hmm. I was very scared of yeah, yeah. water, like you. I was, like, Same. I could not swim. Same. When I was no, young, thank I did you. not swim I refused. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, you, you, okay, yeah. But I was, like, super scared. And I remember uh-huh. going for uh-huh. my first doctor class, yes. you know, you know, that one. Um, And... I hung on to the pole and screamed and cried the entire time. Like, I literally... And then the, the, the coach tried to, like, pull me out from the, the pole because I was hanging on to the pole for dear life. Like, I was screaming and crying. Like, my goggles were filled with water. Like, I could have just taken off the goggles. They were no oh help. Literally, there were more water than the pool. And then I did not leave the pool, the pole, like halfway into class oh, and my mom oh, was just like dad. sitting on the oh, bleachers no. too she was just like oh my she's an icon my yeah. dad is literally just <laughs> yeah. outside working or something yeah and then the other moms uh-huh. were like oh no don't worry this is always like this is always what happens at the start and my mom was literally like i'm sorry but my child right now is holding onto the pole and screaming like this is like in like the echoey chambers of like the indoor pool by the way like can you imagine a little girl with her little like yellow polka dot tutu um swimming thing with her pink um swim cap and then goggles pressing against her eyeballs screaming and crying while the the swim coach is trying to pull her off of the thing and throw her into the water anyways i got thrown into the water and then I kind of like low-key overcame it because I was like oh I can kind of touch the ground I'm kind of tall you know what I'm saying and then um yeah I proceeded to join the swim team and no but that was like after like no, two years though let dude, me say it like, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate though a lot of like kids toddlers like we were all scared of swimming yeah. when we first started I remember literally refusing to get into the pool once and I remember my dad having to push me inside and the instructor was like Oh my god! And then I <laughs> <laughs> the instructor was like, "Oh my god, dude!" My instructor my did that willingly. Do. He was like, "I'll do it. I'll push her." And then the instructor was like, "Wow!" And then uh, my dad literally tried to push me, and um, I... sorry, dad, I bit him. <laughs> I literally bit my dad. <laughs> I was like, "How dare you get your hands off of me?" And my dad was like go inside the pool go i literally bit him i took a nice big chunk out of his hand and i literally was like this is not okay i was a very i was a very stubborn violent person. i'm so, so appalled yeah you know what it's I okay paper, i had I a biting problem for, like, too so it's fine like, buddies and a half i would just take printer paper and shove it <laughs> in my mouth like i'm not even joking and i would eat it yeah <laughs> okay but um, wow another thing another fear of mine is oh my god these are so embarrassing not sleeping in my parents bedroom and biking i used to sleep in my parents bedroom until i was in like fifth grade just think about that i used to sleep in my parents bedroom until i was in fifth grade because i was scared of the dark and i was scared of being alone and biking um I didn't learn how to bike until I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm sorry, but I was like the type of girl that really just um. I was, yeah, I yeah. No, people who it when people didn't how know how to bike, bike. from the get go don't understand it when people didn't learn how to bike. But I genuinely thought biking was the hardest thing in the universe, and there was no way for me to do it. So I kind of just forfeited until. I was forced to do it by my mother. But yeah, like I, for me, like a common thing is just not stepping outside of my comfort zone. Like I feel like for me, it's really hard for, you know, to step outside of my comfort zone. And yeah. I feel like that's for everyone though, you know? Yeah. Like just no, like no yeah. one who <laughs> wants to try new things. 
I mean, okay, but I mean, like, there's adventurous yeah, yeah. people want to try new things. Yeah, yeah no, good I job, good for you. But like, I know I this. like thrive on routine, and I <laughs> think best. you do too, right? It's just like having like a certain lifestyle and just sticking to that lifestyle and just you know, celebrating. Literally, my personality oh my type is ISTJ, no, and apparently it. that's the most stop boring. It. That's like the most oh boring. My. No. Personality okay, type apparently, so boring, that's really good for me. But uh, I'm, I think ENFJ, which is like the protagonist, which is um, I think just people who are into public speaking. So would you look at that? <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah, no, you should be a maybe, lawyer. Honestly, you're talking about this. Maybe something in like Congress, a congresswoman, something like that. Oh my yeah, gosh. You'd be such okay, a but boss <laughs> the woman. last fear that I had that I wanted to talk about was my like hair. Like ever since I was little. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's also never something really. in this, like Indian culture. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, girls, we all start off our yeah, phases definitely. with mushroom cuts and bold cuts, and then we transition from that into growing our hair out. Then you have mm-hmm. your single braid. Yeah, to our like butt and to our to knees. your butt, and then no, it's like very very long, and then um you do braids, and I wore braids like pretty much every single day, and I used to wear them like freshman year as well. Like, what do you mean pretty braid. much every single day? <laughs> either single braid or double literally braid. every I single day. I would be so excited when my mom would be like, okay. This one day, for this one dance, you can go to school in a ponytail. And I would be like, thank you. Thank you for that. I genuinely don't have any um, just memories oh, of you yes. in no, a ponytail. In middle so Because my mom, was, I just stopped really caring in high school about how I looked. But we've gotten past that. And um, one thing that I did is I actually cut my own hair. So... That's something that I never thought I would do. I cut myself bangs, and I also cut the length of my hair. Yeah, remember I like cut my bangs. Bangs. Yeah. That but was in quarantine. Cut... Oh no no no! Oh, no, I thought no. you were talking, I'm talking about like freshman year when you had like. But really... I've gotten to this point where like I'm comfortable with my hair, and I can like cut it by myself, and I I don't really care as much. So lighten up about these things; like they don't really matter, but being sentimental is fine too so whatever works yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's basically all we have to say about our fears and everything yeah. else um that's related to it and about hmm, this yeah. has actually made me like learn a lot <laughs> not gonna lie like learn a lot about myself and just like fears i feel like i've kind of grown out of the fears yeah, while we yeah, were talking yeah. about it like not you're coming to terms like, with just, them like, more completely yeah. but obviously and like i'm definitely yeah, yeah hopefully like, you guys could have related so, yeah. and um if you have any suggestions do let us know but thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye <laughs>